Welcome to the Raisin at the Hot Dogs End. I'm Lydia. And I'm Jonas. And we're here to talk to you about Iceland. Yeah. And uh, our experiences here. We are Americans. We're Americans. We're Texan Americans. We're New York Americans. We're Connecticut Americans. You're Connecticut American. I'm Connecticut adjacent. I, I spend time in Connecticut. Yeah. Fairfield County. Oh, well, that's not really the whole state. Really. It's really not. It's, it's just not really the representative, I feel. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah, as it were. As it were. Um, but we live here Just now. the tip. Just the tip. Okay. Couldn't resist you, gotta, you just had to squeeze that in, I'm didn't you? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, a dirty mind. Sorry. We are uh, we are married to Icelanders. We are. And we're living the dream. We have been talking a lot about traveling mm. recently. Yeah. So and much so that it was... Two parts. Right, we're going to make it like one episode, but as we started to talk about it, we realized, I mean, this is a lot of our lives here, actually. It is. I mean, if you live in Iceland, it's not necessarily what everyone does, but you you betcha, yeah. it's what we do. If you don't want to go, like, stir-crazy, island fever crazy, you got to get around. you got to get yeah. out and do something. And it's such a cool place to go travel. It is, and around. it's easy. It's cool, easy travel. Yeah. Not always cheap. No. And, you know, what's cool about it is that a lot of it's not, like, super charted out. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is not already, like, the, the paths aren't already paved. Yeah. So it's fun to just sort of strike out and go with some people who know maybe a little bit of the, of the way you want to head and, mm-hmm. and sort of discover things along the way. Yeah. But for the rest of us who don't like to travel that way, we would like to tell you about <laughs> different ways to go. If, you don't, if you're not feeling that adventuresome. Yeah, well, can give you some pointers, some things you could Google. Because yes. as, as we mentioned before, things can become kind of vague in the mind, yes. especially if it was years Over ago. Time, yeah. You know, we have general ideas and things do change. Yes, things change. And so do our memories, apparently. <laughs> yes. So please don't rely on us as a source of like super reliable information. We're the jump off. Yeah. You know, we give line. you a little taste and then you go on your own adventure. Right. So we've talked about some of the different kinds of trips that we've taken here. Mm-hmm. And really, I guess, some of the kind of different kinds of interests that people have. Like, some people come here wanting to travel as a family with young kids. Some people want to strike out and see nature. Mm. Some people want to come here and experience some of Icelandic culture, art, yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Museums. Museums. The quirk. The mm-hmm. Icelandic quirk. Yeah, they just want to, you know, be in the Icelandness of it all. Get their get the beer on. Yeah, <laughs> Get your beer going. Oh, again, with the singing. I have to stop doing that. Now that Lydia is over her cold. (laughs) So full energy. She's bringing you Lydia 110%. So in this little episode, this like mini episode, we decided to talk about one trip in particular Mm. that a lot of people like to take, and that's the Ring Road. The Ring Road. It's a great trip. It is a great trip. Because Iceland, it's, um, it's an island, of course. And the size of it is not too big. It's not so big that you can't manage a trip around it right and feel you know exhausted you feel good no what we could do right now is we could go into wikipedia and Mm. give you like the square meters or square kilometers or square mileage of the island but really folks what is that going to do for anybody but i read somewhere it's kind of comparable to kentucky i was just gonna say that too see i feel like that's so much more useful isn't it because you can you've if you're American, you've seen a map of the United States. You have a kind of visual something in your mind. It's like, oh, Kentucky. Ah, gotcha. To be honest with you, I don't really know where Kentucky is. Oh, my I gosh. Don't know. How do you not know where Kentucky is? I mean, is? I know generally where it is. Okay, tell me right now. It's on top of Tennessee. Okay, what else touches Kentucky? Ohio. 
and Illinois. Oh my God, you're the only American who knows these things. I am not. Well, you know what? I had a United States puzzle growing up, okay. like that had the the puzzle pieces cut out in the shape of the states. Right. So I had the tactile, visual learning, learning experience, experience, which yes. is what I need as a person. I am a visual, tactile, tactile learner. learner. Okay. So it was perfect for me. Well, there you go. There's and Kentucky. And that's for you. why it's right there in my brain. Kentucky. And while it's the size of Kentucky. It... Actually, I'm saying this and I'm like, is that right? <laughs> Y'all could Google it and tell me, was I right or not? Um, well, while it's the size of Kentucky, like geographically, yeah. the population is obviously much Ooh, smaller. Way smaller. People tend to live around the edge of the nation, the edge edge of the country. Right. Right on the coast. Yeah, because inside is like glaciers and rocks. Not fun to live there. That's it. Yeah. And there's lots of people who like to travel up into the highlands, Mm. which is the middle of the country. Right. But there's not really any roads that people are like heavily trafficked that go over the country or through the country. You know, there there are there are routes, you know, that have like the rock markers, like the towers of rocks marking. Right. You're, You're still going the right way. There's some of that. There's a name for those. I don't know what they're called. I forget what they're called. Should we Google it now? No, and have the no, word no, no. It's fine. You guys know what we're talking about. Mound, you know. Rock mounds. Yeah. And also, which I find kind of annoying, uh-huh. tourists have been coming and like building little ones. Like wherever there's like a, a grouping of rocks somewhere and they like to build their own little you rock towers. Annoying? I do. I kind of want to kick them. No, I like that. I kind of want to kick them because there's, then there's like 10 billion of them. I know. I love that. I love that there's, there's like a sign. It's like a gentle sign. Of like people, people have been there. I mean, less, less, less exciting are some of the other ways that people let you know oh, they've been God. there. Oh God, yeah, yeah. People, do we want to? Do we want to go into people it? People were talking about poop. Oh. I, mean, I think I feel like we bring this up in every episode because it's, it's so gross and it's so unbelievable. I don't understand the urgency because you know poop, unless it's like explosive diarrhea, it doesn't come on you suddenly. Yeah. You know. You know, you have time. You have plenty of time to plan for pooping. I mean, I feel that that is true. But at the same time, like, there are long stretches of road in Iceland where there's just, like, nothing. There's nothing. I guess. I guess. And I I really do feel like... But, you know, the places I've seen poop have been at campsites, goddammit. Oh, where there's a bathroom available. Yes. And people have pooped in towns. That's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. If you have the balls or the ovaries, who I'm not going to, hey, could be chicks doing this shit That's too. the case may be. To go into a town and shit on the side of the road, you could easily go into a restaurant and be like, excuse me, can I use your bathroom? I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. The places that I've heard about it in the news are at, at like Goodfoss Waterfall and Gayshead. Oh. And I think at Goodfoss... Oh my God, Gayshead has a visitor center. I know, they do have one there. Come on. But at Goodfoss, they didn't always have a visitor center. They didn't always have public restrooms. Mm. Or they did, and they were locked or something like that. But, like, I just feel like as a nation, like, gotta stay on top of that. You know, like, you gotta have facilities for people. Otherwise, they're gonna poop on the ground. Yeah. Oh, so disgusting. It is a little gross. Oh. Anyway, what were we talking for poop? I feel like I feel like everything circles back. Sad. Circles back. Oh. Ka, 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 ka. Uh, we were talking about the ring road. Oh, the ring road. Right, right. So every <laughs> so people, I don't know how I got to poop. Oh yeah, and we were talking about the little mounds of rock, and now yes. it's a gentle reminder of people's yes. passing through. Right. I mean, obviously. The effect of everyone living around the edge of the country is that that's where the road is. Yeah. And it's a big ring around the entire island. Exactly. And what a way to see the island. Sans the West Fjords. Even though I know you say you can kiss the West Fjords, you can do a little diversion, but yeah. we'll get to that. We'll come back. Right. 
around to yes. that. I think we're going to have a lot of circle ringing sort of metaphors, metaphors going on yes. this episode. The, the West Fjords are obviously sort of like a, a tangent you can go on. Tangent. The 80s bangs. <laughs> okay, when you look at the country, when you look at the map of the country, Lydia feels like um, I do. the West Fjords are, are the like crispy 80s bangs of, oh, yeah. Ice, of Iceland. I feel like it's a creepy hand reaching out of like the the, the northwest side yeah. of the country. It is creepy hands as well, but I, I mean... Creepy bangs is more fun. But 80s bangs did look like creepy ha- hands. hands. True. There creepy fingers on people's heads. So the, the West Fjords is definitely something you can do. We're not going to talk about it in this episode. No. Um, another tr- another trip that we're not going to talk about is uh, Snifelsness Peninsula, which is yeah. just north, the peninsula just north of, of Reykjavik, and mm-hmm. it's not really not really on the ring road. You have to leave the ring road to do it. You do. Um, but it's but, worth it. Right. But if you got the time, like, how, how, what would you say is like a good amount of time to do the ring road? I would say at least a week. I, if I you want to do it and like do really it do it properly, because there are a couple of things that you might want to like go off the ring, like go into the interior just a smidge yeah. to check something out. And you're going to want to enjoy it. You don't want to feel rushed. I would say like a week to 10 days even. Yeah, even 10 days. Because you can you can drive around the country like not really stopping to see anything. Yeah. And what like, I mean, you could do it in two days. Two, two, days, three, days. two three days. Two three days. Because like three days. we went to a music festival once in the East Fjords from Reykjavik, and we <clears throat> like we got over there in a day. Mm-hmm. You can you can wake up the next morning and drive all the way back. But I mean, you just you're not gonna see anything. You're not then. seeing anything. I so mean, you, definitely... you might get some beautiful vistas out the window, but you're not really taking it in. Yeah, it would be better if you only have that short amount of time. It'd be better to do like a closer. Yeah. A closer trip. And really immerse yourself and really enjoy it. Right. Like Snifle's Nest, for example. Yeah. It's close, a lot to see, small, and you have a small amount of area to cover. Yeah, or even just to Veek and back. That's a nice... Vegan back? Veek. Oh, to Veek and back. To Veek and back. And back. Baka. So the way I like to do the ring road, or I've only done the ring road once, let's be honest here. Are we talking about clockwise or counterclockwise? Yes. I'm going to tell you the way I like to do it. Okay. So we like to go, let me picture Iceland in my mind, and uh-huh. do counterclockwise or clockwise. We like to go uh, counterclockwise out of Reykjavik. So you're talking about going along the south coast go first? Go along the south coast. Yeah. And then up and around and back. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good way to go because you see some big heavy hitters right there at the beginning. Yeah. So the south, the south coast, it's a lot to see down there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's Pe- really beautiful. Big, big waterfalls, mm-hmm. some amazing landscapes. Yeah, because you have your, it's kind of flat, like on the ocean side, and then you have the mountains coming up in the interior. Right. So it's 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 a feast for the eyes. It really is. And you go, you drive over a mountain pass almost immediately. Yeah, exactly. And you come into the town that I never remember, what's it called? It's called Kvergerde. See, I cannot say that. I mean, maybe I will one day <laughs> when I'm like a big kid, I'll be able to say it. <laughs> But what, do you know what that means? Kverda, kvera mean, kver means hot springs. Uh-huh. And gerdi means like works. Like, okay. Um, oh, there is some geothermal activity there. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, known yeah. as like the hot see. spring capital of, right. of Iceland. Right. Do they have lots of greenhouses there? They have a lot of greenhouses. Yeah. And uh, it is an awesome sight mm-hmm. to come down off that mountain pass. Yeah. Which is called Hetlasevi. Mm-hmm. To come down off that mountain pass in the in the wintertime when it's dark outside yeah. and it's snowy. Mm-hmm. And there are these glowing greenhouses mm-hmm. in the valley below. Yeah. It's really a cool thing to see. It's 
but there is there, there's, there's lots there's lots of cool stuff you're seeing in in Cartagena if you want to like pull, I mean that's just starting on your trip just starting so I don't know if you want to like stop that soon yeah but uh, we usually drive straight through I'm gonna tell you do you yeah I don't know I kind of like Cartagena we go so oh, look like all it. the greenhouses and then then we keep going right. I just want to say before before you even get to Cuerta Grande, when you're up on Headless Haley on the on the mountain pass. Yeah. Oh my God. In the it, winter, it, that is a little. <laughs> it's what? It's a it's a little. I don't want. It's not scary. But in the in the winter, I'm always like, oh my goodness. All the mountain passes can be very scary. And before yeah. you go on a trip, you should definitely check road conditions. Oh yes, definitely. Always, do. even if it's the, even if it's the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. And check if those it's, road conditions. If it's a little bit rainy, a little bit snowy, a little bit icy. Slow it down, people. Yeah, for Especially real. if you're not familiar with it, yeah. with that kind of weather and driving in it. Because, you know, it's a mountain pass. It can be a little unpredictable. I just want to say you can check road conditions on Vega Garden Puntris. Uh, it's V-E-G-A-G-E-R-D-I-N dot I-S. Thank you for spelling that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vega Garden. And it's, uh, they have an interactive map. Colors and they have an English version. You can, they even have an app, folks. So safety first. Download it and 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 figure out what what you're going to be driving through before you go drive through it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of road safety, yes. On this mountain pass, they have a sculpture, and I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's a steel frame that someone's put together, and they they have two total cars. Oh yes. That are facing yes. each other in it. Yes. And over it, they have a tally mm. on the number of like vehicular fatalities so far this year. Right. And they keep they keep it running. Wow, Iceland keeps it real. They They're do. like, look, if you want to play around, this is this. Don't let it be you. Yeah, don't let it be you. What's like the first big site you come to? Oh, d- dude, why are you trying to make me say it? I can't. Don't make me say that. I'll say it the American way, so people won't feel bad. Okay. When they can't say it, and then you'll say it the way it's supposed to sound. However, we say it. Uh-huh. All the stuff will be in our show notes anyway. So you <laughs> well, can go. You can go look it up, and you can see how it's spelled, and, and you, you can, can find match up the words. You can play a little game with yourself. You can try and match the words to what Jonas said. And you can... Is that how those letters sound? Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, you're going to be surprised. A little bit. Not all the words, but some of them can surprise you. <laughs> so the first cool thing that you're like, Ooh, my... Uh, uh, Cellulans Foss. That's right. Cellulans Foss. The word Foss, F-O-S-S. Foss. Waterfall. That's right. Waterfall. Yeah. And this is a really remarkable one. Mm-hmm. And there will be lots of people there seeing it. Oh, there will be so many people. The last time we went, I was sh- shocked. There was tour bus upon tour bus. Yeah. And we, I don't, I can't remember if we even found parking, like, at the waterfall. I think we had to park, like, on the other side, side of, the, of the, road. the road. Yeah. And I'd never seen that many people there in my life. Yeah. And they built, um, it used to be, back in the day, I'm going to sound like my husband when he's talking about Back in the old days in Iceland, um, there were no stairs to walk up to go to get behind. It's a waterfall you can walk behind, first of all. Let me just tell you that. That's what's sort of special about it is you can walk behind That's it. That's the cool thing. But it used to be just like a little path mm-hmm. like that you climbed up. And sometime, at some point, you had to like really climb like mm-hmm. on rocks. And then you get up to the little the little platform. You, little platform. It's not really a platform. It's a natural like rock thingy right. behind the waterfall. And you feel the spray, and you can look out, and it's a magical moment. But now they have stairs, so they do have stairs, but they still they close it if it ices over. They do, 
Because it's really slippery out there. It does because the mist in the winter it blows all over, yeah, and so whatever it sticks to, there's it, glaze on everything. Yeah, it freezes, and so they're like icicles all over the stairs, and it's yeah dangerous. So they do close it. You should also wear your rain gear to go see. You should film. definitely wear your rain gear because the way Lydia describes it, it sounds magical, just like the mist, just like kissing your face. But it's not actually like that. It's it's like someone is pouring buckets of water on you while you're walking. It, it depends on the wind conditions. <laughs> that's on right. The day. That's right. <laughs> sometimes it is a gentle misting, and it is just magical. And other times you wonder why Mother Nature hates you. And you're like, why is she? Why are you punishing me? me? Why is she beating me with a waterfall? That's not nice. <laughs> So be prepared. It is beautiful, though, that it waterfall. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Anywhere you go in Iceland, if you're going out in nature, layer up and wear waterproof shit. That's all I got to say. Actually, this one waterfall in particular, though, because, like, when we take people out on the ring road, it's, like, the first stop where you're, like, really, like, mm-hmm. oh, seeing some nature, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just one of those where, like, everyone from in the car is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Iceland. They turn around and they slap you. That's like, right. They slap you. <laughs> Make you want to slap your mama. Mm-hmm. And if the lot is full, mm-hmm. figure out a way. <laughs> you figure out a way. You park You park where you can park and just go walk down and see it because you don't want to miss this one. Mm-mm. The next waterfall is a completely different kind of waterfall, but it's the next sort of yeah. big stop along the way. Yeah. It's another, it's another beautiful waterfall. You can't walk behind it. No. But it is gorgeous nonetheless. It's nestled kind of near... I don't should, know if the, should we tell them what it is? Oh, maybe we should. It's, it called, looks, it's called... Go ahead, tell them. Skofos. It's near a... Like, there's a farm nearby. So there's sometimes just, like, sheep on a green hillside. <laughs> and there's, like, the river that the water waterfall feeds into. And across the river, you just, like, see sheep grazing. And there are these rocks in the babbling brook. And then the waterfall in the distance and you're like what the hell kind of bucolic shit is this what is this is <laughs> what this is real? happening is this real and it is the one that strikes me about this one is it's it's a very powerful waterfall it is because Ceylon's Falls is like very dramatic it is and it's kind of narrow kind of narrow, kinda narrow yeah. Ceylon's Falls and Skofos is just like boom 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 it's boom, not boom. like super broad but it, it's a nice it's like a waterfall yeah yeah and isn't Skofos the one that you can walk up yeah, and you can sort walk, of follow the river a little bit. You can walk up it. the side. You can, um, and then follow the river. There are hiking trails that go further on, and you can walk down the hiking trails uh, into Thorsmark. Into Thorsmark, okay. Yeah, which is a big forest, quote unquote. Kinda. It's just it's it, you know it's Thor's land and it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, they call it a forest here, and <laughs> sometimes when Iceland like uses a word, I want to. I want to put quotation marks around it because really yeah. the rest of the world might look at that and say, nope, not no. a forest. Is no. that a zoo? It's not a zoo, Iceland. <laughs> but uh, Here's the joke. Oh, yeah, the joke. Tell the joke. The joke. No, you tell the joke. Okay, I'll, I'll tell the joke. You you be. I'll, I'll, I'll call. I'll, you respond. All right, all right. What do you do when you get lost in Icelandic forest? You stand up. Boom. <laughs> yep, there you go. Shorty trees. The trees are short. That's the joke. <laughs> Are they trees? Is that shrub? Are they shrubs? <laughs> Is that a shrub? Mm, <laughs> kinda. It's a tree that's trying. Also, fun fact: there is a tiny island in the Skoa River, which feeds into Skoafos. Oh yeah, tiny little island that has some greenery on it, like has trees and such, because sheep can't get to that, and people can't get to it. It's just a tiny little island, huh? Lush and beautiful. And you can just imagine, you can use your imagination. Oh, all of Iceland used to be like that around the edges. Used to look like this, huh? Mm-hmm. 
This is a, also a really amazing waterfall. Yes. And it's like it's like half an hour down the road. Yeah. From Southern Lens Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get in a hike if you want to do that too. And you can get in a hike, exactly. So you've got a waterfall and a beautiful hike. If it's a beautiful day, go for the hike. Yeah, we tried, but we were with an 11-year-old and he was being surly. Uh, and he was like, I don't want it, I don't want to. But one day we're going to do it. Right over the waterfall. That's what I do That's what I do with him. You're going to complain? <laughs> going over the waterfall. See you at the other That's night. it, buddy. Um, before, So the midpoint on the south coast is this little village called Veek, which is really cute. It's an adorable little village. And there's really one more stop before you get there, if you have the time. If you have the time. If you want to like go off the road just a smidge. I haven't been there. It's actually, it's a quite a ways off the road. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's like, an hour, it's like probably like an hour hike off the road. Oh, word? I've never actually done Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. The other cool thing is that it's not marked. Oh, my God. I'm so from the 90s. Did you hear me? What did you say? I said a oh, word. A oh, word. Oh, God. I'm old. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Word up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not marked, which is kind of a cool thing. Mm. But <laughs> it's not marked, but they built a parking lot <laughs> on the left side of the road, even though it's not marked. So it's just like a rando parking lot. Did they tear down Paradise? Did they th- <laughs> and they put up a parking they put lot. Up a parking lot. I was afraid I was not going to get that <laughs> reference, and then I did, and I felt really good about myself. Ooh. Um, so it's before you get to Vik, and if you put this into Google, you'll be able to find it. It's called Solhimasantir, S O L H E I M A S A N D U R, and it's the, the the home of the sun desert, mm. or the home of the sun sand. Ooh. There is a plane wreck mm-hmm. that's out in these like. These vast black sands. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic. Yeah. It was a 1973 it. plane wreck, mm-hmm. US Navy plane, and there's nothing left now but the fuselage. Mm-hmm. You can rest easy knowing that n- no one died yeah. in this plane wreck. So you can go enjoy it without feeling like you're desecrating like somebody's final resting place. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were scared. Yeah. I'm sure some people peed their pants, <laughs> maybe even pooped them. <laughs> I wasn't there to be like, God damn it, you can hold it. <laughs> you can hold it in the bathroom. <laughs> but if you go now, uh, it really, they make some like amazing pictures. I mean, not that you should go someplace just for the pictures, but it just, the, the vision of it is, is, is pretty You can pretty go amazing. with your crew and you can pretend you're in a band and this is your album cover. Well, there's been can. more than a few album covers, I'm sure. Well, shot there. there was one musician who came to Iceland to oh, shoot a music video and here. Who's that? He's um he's a little act you might have heard of. It's called mm. Justin Bieber. I don't know. If oh, you've heard of Justin before. Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. So if you are a believer, <laughs> this is like one of his one, one, one of one of the more iconic. It could be a pilgrimage for you, right? This is this is one of the more iconic stops that he included in some of his, his videos mm-hmm. uh, from Iceland. Not some of his videos. I think just one video, obviously. Yeah. yeah, but it's really it's a really an eerie sort of beautiful place to go visit. Mm-hmm. I think it's like an hour. It's an hour hike from the from the parking lot. You used to be able to drive down there, but they would close it all off. Okay, I was about to say I thought you could drive. So you hike, you drive to the parking lot. Yeah, the parking lot is just like right off the ring road. Okay. Oh, you know what? I think I remember seeing that being like, why are people randomly parked there? That's where they were going. I see. So after you you've taken your dramatic photographs <laughs> with the airplane, with the airplane, and just make sure to look very moody, brooding. And just like oh, all angsty. angsty. Mm. Crap! I just, I just, I just crashed my plane in Iceland. What oh, are we gonna do? Oh, and the ennui is like, ooh. Mm. Um, your next stop will be Veek. Veek. It's so cute, Veek. 
It is a really cute little village. And I love that when you drive into it, like you see the little church on the hilltop. It's just so, I, I feel like it's like, ah, oh, this is Iceland. Picturesque. Picture freaking esque. Picture freaking esque. It's gorgeous. So around Vik, they have a lot of these like black sand beaches. Yeah. Um, you can walk right up to them. Yes, you can, you can walk right up to them. <laughs> they have these cool sea stacks that are right off the coast there, too. Yeah. There's some... I, I think there's a better view on the other side of the mountain, like just before you get to Veek. Okay. A better view of the, the trolls. Right. The formations that are allegedly... Trolls. If you believe in trolls, mm. the trolls out there in the water... It got stuck out there. When the sun came up. There are various tales about how they ended up out there. Uh, I mean, you can Google it and pick your favorite tale and go with that. And then when you go see it, you're like, ah, the trolls. The trolls. The trolls. But they're very, it's gorgeous. So I have a friend who's from Vik or from that area. Oh, really? You know, somebody from, like born and raised in Vik. I think she's just like from just right outside of Vik. How can you be from right? Really? Yeah. Right I mean, she, out, she was. Outside of Vik. I mean, well, like they had, they had like a farm. She okay. came from a farm. Okay. I gotcha. Um, I'm like, because Vik is. Yeah. Because there's no there's no suburbs. It's that big. It's, yeah. You know. Don't blink. Don't blink. You're going to miss it. But they were filming some of, um, oh gosh, what's the show? The big show. HBO. The big show on HBO. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. They were, they were filming some of Game of Thrones and they needed extras, I guess. Ooh, she was an extra in Game of Thrones? She was not an extra, but they they, t- they needed like basically all the menfolk from Veek to be in this. Uh-huh. So for a while there... All the men had huge beards. They were just growing their beards out. Yeah, and like long hair. <laughs> they were just like Viking the fuck up, you know? Um, I saw a guy like that one day, just walking down the street. He was, I don't know if he does like uh, Viking, like recreation battles or uh, does okay. tours. Yeah. Long red beard, long red hair, like Viking gear under his yellow, bright yellow raincoat. Oh. And a bunch of weapons in an Ikea bag. Oh, f- an Ikea bag. In an Ikea bag. I was like, is anybody else seeing this? Because there's this is a guy, a Viking, going to work. Um, so, Veek, maybe you will um, glance, glimpse a Viking while you're down there. <laughs> maybe you will. Maybe you'll see some poop as well. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this back to poop. Because we were in Veek. We were camping. We camped at the Ring Road. So, Veek was one of the stops where we, we stopped camp. And uh, we put the kids to bed, and we go for just a little walk. And uh, it's a beautiful, like, summer night, so the sun is still up. I'm like, oh, it's so lovely. And uh, as we're walking, the husband walks just a, a bit ahead of me, and he comes running back to me. He's like, yeah, we can't go that way. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, there's a guy pooping up there. Oh, he was actually pooping while you were there? Yeah. He was making the poop. He was making the poop. Because we Oof. wanted to go, like, just, like, on a little trail that's just there, so you kind of go up. It's not a mountain, but like a hill, and there's giant rocks, of course, because it's Iceland. And the guy was like behind, okay. like in between, like these two giant rocks. Yeah, doing his business. Oh come on. Yeah. Wait, that's one of the moments is close to a campground. Right? Exactly. We were camping, and there was a there are facilities. There are plenty of toilets. Yeah, the camping facilities are pretty nice here, right? They're very nice, very nice, yeah. clean. He could have just he was he was there. Yeah. He was just a little ways away from the from the toilets. He wanted to poop. He wanted to poop out there, and we heard the shovel, so he came prepared. He's like, "I'm going to poop outside." Oh, he dug it up. He dug. He, he did a little he, hole for it. He buried the poop. Well, that's not so bad, right? That's something. But I'm also like, really? And see, that tells me some people just want to poop outside. It's an experiential thing. Yeah. It's a bucket list thing, maybe. Maybe, and it's like, well, I, I appreciated that he was prepared to do that because that's what he yeah. was planning clearly. Right. 
but climb the Eiffel Tower, visit Antarctica, poop in Iceland. Poop in Iceland. Oh, Jesus. Um. Well, I just want to just just to reassure our viewers, (laughs) I have lived here for a long time. Uh I have never seen, knowingly, Mm -hmm. I have never seen um, human poop on the ground. Oh. I've heard about it. Consider yourself lucky. I've heard about it. But I just, I don't want people to think that, like, it's just, this is, like, everywhere. There's just human shit flying everywhere in Iceland. Um, I mean, I realize that, like, it's a thing that happens. But, it's a recent thing. But I've never, I've never actually it's seen it. It's a more recent thing with the, with the boom in right. tourism. So after Veek, mm-hmm. where, where do people head? Oh, wait, but first, also. Oh, yes. Gotta mention, if you stop in Veek, also check out their swimming pool, nice swimming pool. Oh, yeah, they do have a nice swimming pool there. They do have a nice one. Yeah, it's nothing it's fancy, but it's nice. And I feel like that's something people should do on the ring road. If they stop, stop places, at the pools. Absolutely, they take advantage of the pools because they're fantastic. A lot of them are happen to be built in places, or not happen to be, or like purposely built in places with really stunning vistas. Yeah. So after Veek, mm-hmm. you got I, this is a place that I have never been before. I mean, I've driven past it. You've never been. And no, I've never been to to Skaftafell. Skaftafell, national park. Right. There's a glacier, and it's a national park. They used to have a pool there. But they no longer have it. It's so, a big destination, though, for especially for like hikers and stuff like that. Yeah, we saw like a lot of like tour groups, like people who just come to hike or to bike. Also, we saw a lot of bikers to hike and bike Iceland, and they stop there to camp. And it's a huge campsite. I think they're wait biking. Yeah, there are people Ooh. who bike the ring road. Yeah, I've seen those people before. That seems like it would take a very long time. Mm-hmm. Also, Iceland is hilly as fuck. It's, I cannot imagine biking it's through all hilly of it. and windy. And yeah. we passed a few like people on bicycles that were just like barely staying upright in the wind. I have to say, you know, God bless. <laughs> no, thank you. God bless. Yeah. You people, if you want to bike here, go check out a different podcast because I cannot condone that. <laughs> so in Skaftafell, we did not, there was no pool, but um, we were able to pitch our tent just at the base. Of, well, it's not right at the base of the glacier because the glacier is, of course, up the mountain. Um, and we, there's hiking trails there. There are a few, maybe three or four different hiking trails, depending on your ability or what you want to do, how strenuous you want it to be. Um, and there's also, uh, I want you to say it for me. Svartifoss? Svartifoss? How do you say it? Svartifoss? I don't know that one. Yeah, that's the, it's the oh, yeah. black waterfall. And it has, that one I've seen pictures of. I've never actually seen it in person. Mm-hmm. But I've seen pictures of it and it has these like columnar, columnar basalt. Exactly. Formations, rock and they're formations. dark, so it, it's that's why it's called Black Falls because of the the rock formations. Because basalt is like a really it's a really dark colored rock. It's really dark, especially when it's wet. Oh yeah. So um, we went with the kids. Of course, the kids. I, were on the I should say the columnar basalt is really unusual looking because it looks like yeah. someone has chiseled these shapes out. Yeah. But the rock just grows in these sort of like hexagonal. That's columns. how it forms as the lava cools. And in, in, I don't know what the conditions have to be for that to. That's really happen, cool. Yeah. But it's very cool looking. It's gorgeous. They also, um, you see that mirrored in like some really popular Icelandic architecture. Yeah, like our friend uh, Ole, Olafur Eliasson. Okay. He designed uh, Harpa. Oh, yeah. And he did that based on the basalt columns. The National Museum, or the um, the National Theater on Kvaroskata. Yeah. Also has those on the front and also it's mirrored inside the building. Okay, cool. And then Halkubskirka. Yeah, of course. It has these big columnar, like, it looks like, they look like columnar basalt. They aren't. It's poured concrete or yeah. stuff or something like that. But Which is why they're that, always repairing it. Exactly. Just constantly repairing that church. Yeah. Um, but you see that pattern all over. I, I kind of like the way that the architects 
mirror that. Yeah, it's very, it makes it organic, very natural. Super thoughtful, you guys. Yes. Good work. Pat on the back. Aww. Pat on the back. That's sweet. So sweet. It's so sweet of you to, like, include the nature. Um. Oh, but I wanted to mention also. So we went, we followed the river uh, that the falls goes into. And, you know, we're, like, hopping over rocks and it's all beautiful and the boys are enjoying it. And we get to a point where there's not a trail. Oh my god, is this struggling with poop again? Yes, it is. Oh my god, you know? oh my god. I just want the poop struggle is real, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So we get to a point where there's no trail, and the husband was like, "All right, we're just gonna have to go up, like go up the side of this hill here." So we just start, you know, going through the bushes, through the little little shrubs, and we come up on. We find the trail. We come up on the trail, right there, right there. Human poop. I have a theory. It's human, and you know how we knew it was human poop? Because there was toilet paper with it. Yes. I have a theory. All these poop stories, Mm -hmm. you know, they always happen when Snorri's. (laughs) Do you think he's just trying to, he's he's blaming the tourists? He's pooping and blaming the tourists? I think he's giving you fodder for stories. Maybe. I think he wants to give you a very specific (laughs) impression of Icelandic nature, one that he has marked himself. Now, I'm not going to get too disgusting, but I'll tell you this much. I would know if it was his poop. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that, folks. <laughs> you can draw your own conclusions. <laughs> now, this is the place where you guys were camping and it got so crazy, right? Yeah, we stayed there. If I remember correctly, we stayed two nights. Like, the first night, it was totally calm and beautiful. And we are like, oh, it's so beautiful here. And then the second night, as we settled into our tent, we borrowed my sister-in-law's tent. They have a huge, like, family tent, like she and all her family. A pavilion. It's a gigantic tent. It's great. We're in the tent, and it gets windy. And we're like, oh, wow, it's really windy. It's going to be kind of hard to sleep because it's, like, coming off the glacier. Like, the wind is, like, howling and cold. And it's, like, and it's bending the, the, uh, the tent and making it kind of flap in the wind. But we get through the night and we wake up and we're like, oh, we should Did it pull your tent up? No, it didn't pull the tent up. But we were like, okay, you know, it's a little windy. We should probably like leave today and like just get an early start and get out of here because it's getting really windy or it's still really windy. So we're sitting, having our breakfast and we hear a little, you know, a little, little rippy sound. And my son goes, what's that? And he points and there's a rip in the tent. Wow, that's a vicious wind. Yeah. Ripped a hole in the tent. Yeah. The country can be very, very windy. Yeah. Thankfully, the sister-in-law gave us a backup tent. It was just like a, <laughs> a two-person tent. And I remember thinking, like, why is she giving us another tent? She's already, like, giving us all this stuff. to Like, she's lending us so much stuff to take on this trip. I know. She's very generous. It's like, this is great. And she gave us another tent. I was like, really? Why the other tent? Like, I almost said, we should probably just leave that because it's, you know. Because why it. would you need that? Why would you need it? And best believe the next, <laughs> we were like, well, thank God you gave us another tent. Yeah. Crazy wind. Okay. So like after the crazy wind incident. You're down to two man tent now. We're down to the two man <laughs> tent and we're like feeling horrible because we're like, oh, we ripped their tent. And they had, I think they'd only had it for a year at that point. It was, but anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> we just were guilt ridden. Um, so we break camp. I'm sure you do what? We break camp. Okay. As the campers do. Someone's a profesh. And uh, we head on out. And the next stop we go to is, and I want you to say the name. Dupior. Mm-hmm. DJ-U-P-I. 
V-O-G-U-R. Yeah. And it was it was raining. We'd ripped the tent and we were just feeling like, oh, this is just crap. This is a crappy trip. And we pitched our little tent. But it, there's a small campsite there. It's not huge. Yeah. Um, but it has a nice facility. Like it has showers, bathrooms, and like little kitchenettes. Where is this? Is this like over it's, on the east yet? Mm, I guess so. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Because, Shush. yeah, so I don't really have a lot to say about this particular place because we were a little down that that night. Mm, sounds like it. And we just found something to eat in a little restaurant and went to sleep. Oh, but you know what they did have there? I remember it now. They had these cute, it was part of the hotel, one of the big hotels in the town, which, you know, big is relative. <laughs> you can rent, not rent, you can, um, instead of having a room, they have like these little hobbit cabins that you can stay in. Ooh, that sounds fun. You know, like the whole thing is like a like a barrel turned on its side with a round door. And it just has like room for a couple of beds. Wait, where is this? In in Jupiter. In, in Jupiter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's where it was. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So that's where I'd want to stay. It's so screw the two-man tent. It, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I did kind of think of that. But they were booked. I think Storm was also like, maybe we can sleep there after our rough wind night. <laughs> but they were all booked. So before you get to Djupivovr, mm-hmm. um, but so between Skaftafet and Djupivovr is is Yerozolon, the glacial lagoon, which we oh, talked about right, in the second half of the travel episode. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we did stop there with the kids. I had totally forgotten about that. I mean, if you're going there, you definitely are going to stop there. Yeah, it's we did. one of the biggest attractions on the south coast. It's gorgeous. I mean, you can listen to the other episode if you want the details. Right. But it's beautiful, giant icebergs. Planned to spend quite a while there. Black sand beach. Bring your camera. Yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. They have an amphibious... We didn't talk about this last time either, <gasps> but they have an amphibious vehicle. That's right. We tried to do that too, and that was also booked. We were like, gosh, oh, really? it was booked? It? Yes. Oh, wow. I haven't been there in a long time, like maybe 10 years. Because they have actually a couple of companies that do it. Oh, really? That are set up there. Wow, and they get booked out ahead of time. Yeah. Okay, well, you should definitely look into that and try yeah. to get it ahead of time because it's a it's a pretty great thing to to do. Yeah, to go out to go out in the water. I had, cool. I had some friends come from New York mm-hmm. and we went out in the water. Nice. Yeah, and you were able to get like up close and personal with the icebergs. I think so. I don't remember entirely. <laughs> it might have been they didn't want to get too close to things, but you could definitely get closer to them than you can from the shore. Yeah, yeah. And you just get some different sights, some different mm-hmm. angles on the on these. Um, just huge, bizarre mm-hmm. ice sculptures. Mm-hmm. I like to call them ice ships. Ice ships. You said that last night. I like the, I like yeah. the description. Because it, it is. Some of, especially some of the like formations as they're melting and wind erosion and whatnot, they're very ship-like. A nice thing too about the amphibious vehicles is that uh, if there are a lot of people there, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a little bit difficult yeah. to get sort of a view of what's going on there. But once you're on the deck of one of those ships, mm-hmm. you get... Or one of those amphibious vehicles, <laughs> you can. I mean, you're obviously can, can see can see everything. You have a right. panoramic view. Yeah, it's a little up close and personal. Exactly. Ish. That, that was that was a little bit out of order. Like Skaftafet yeah. happens, and then you get to Yerushalayim, and then two people there's after that. So. Yeah, yeah. So we only stayed there one night, and then we were on to uh, Atlavik, and that was just like the wind suddenly stopped. And we camped in this little glade of heaven. 
It was just like, oh, that sounds nice. That's what it was like. It was very calm and peaceful, and the sun came out, and uh, the campsite there has lots of trees, like actual. Well, it's in the middle of the, I think it's the biggest forest in all of Iceland. Yeah. And it's on a, also on a lake. Oh, cool. So we camped in this little area, like just in between some trees with our little tent. And then we took a walk by the lake and just enjoyed being out in nature. It was very lovely. That forest out there, the forest is called Hatlundstadarskogur. Oh, there you go. It's mm. a very long name. Yes. It's a very large place. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun because I think in the summertime they have these like, these like a... Like like a, like a woodsman's festivals, like the like forest festivals, like things you can do with wood. You know what I mean? Like they have Just like don't chainsaw. Cut down the trees. No, 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 they they totally cut them down. Oh, no. They like have chainsaw carving oh, competitions okay. and like log rolling. It or... sounds very Pacific Northwest. Exactly. Very Oregon. Very Washington. Yeah, yeah. It's that's it's that it's that sort of thing. Yeah. Like very... competitive log sawing. What's the guy? Or is he from Minnesota? Who? You know who I'm talking about. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Oh, do you mean Paul Bunyan? Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Axe. Babe the Blue Axe. Uh, yeah. Um, it, I think that festival is it's, it's supposed to be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal in the, in the east. When do they? Do, when what time of year is this? Do you remember? You Summertime, don't. You're making the baby poop face. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't research it beforehand. I just thought of it when I saw the name. Jonas makes this face when he's a little unsure. It looks like a baby that's about to poop. Because I'm basically a large child. <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> but I like to call it baby poop face. <laughs> oh, oh, what's oh happening? Is that what my face looks like when I do that? Oh my god. I've never seen anyone else do it to me before. No, I knew it's cute. It's involuntary. So it's adorable. Whether it's cute or not, it's going to happen it's over adorable. and over again. Don't worry about it. It's adorable. Keep on doing baby poop face. <laughs> so after Atlavik, mm-hmm. um, there's these there's these group uh, of villages. There's this group of villages. And I think they, they've actually like all united into one township mm-hmm. called Fjordabygd. Okay. Um, so they did it New York City style. New York City style. It's basically it's it's New York East. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's how I like to think of it. Mm-hmm. No, they're teeny tiny little little, <laughs> little villages, and they're in these three consecutive. I think I think three consecutive fjords. <laughs> Check us on the map, folks. I could be wrong. Um, one of them is called Reidafjordur. Mm-hmm. This one is called Eskifjordur, mm-hmm. and the last one is called Neskipstadur, or sometimes it's called Northfjordur. Okay. Um, and what are they called as a... Fjallabygd. Okay. And Fjallabygd could be in there, too. I'm not sure. There's <laughs> lots of little towns around there. Yeah. But those three are uh, a lot of fun to go visit. They have pools. Mm-hmm. And they're just a lot of... I don't know. The, the, the people there are fun. Just gives you small town charm. It gives you a lot of small town charm. Oh. Yeah. I was teaching over in Reidafjord one summer. Okay. Teaching and, what? Uh, English. Teaching like English a, like probably. a like it was like a for it was like English for tourism or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, it was and it was great. I, the people that I was working with there were fantastic, and they were happy to have someone there, and mm. I was happy to be there. But uh, a little bit after I was there, a body floated no way up from the bottom of the harbor, True the little crime. bitty harbor in Neskopstad. And let me tell you. And they, they don't think it was suicide. No, it definitely was not suicide. It was a suspicious uh, murder situation. Was, I mean, it was a tragedy because someone died. Yeah, of course. Jesus. Obviously. But it was also really exciting to yeah, be there It was a time. little murder she wrote 
You're like your small town in Maine. Totally murder. How she did wrote. something like this happen here? Because murder very rarely happens yeah. here. Well, did, did anybody check to see if Angela Lansbury was visiting? Because well, apparently murders seem to follow her around in tiny towns. In an unnatural way. Yeah. Obviously, she's a serial killer. <laughs> she clearly. Angela Lansbury, serial killer. <laughs> um, what was her name on the show? It wasn't Angela Lansbury. No, her name? Jessica Fletcher. Jessica, oh, look at you, Jessica Fletcher. I loved that show. Yeah. Me and Nana watched that show. Come on. Um, yeah, Jessica Fletcher, serial mm-hmm. killer. But it did feel a little bit like that because it was such a small community where it happened. And was there resolution while you were there? There was not resolution while I was there, but because uh, because it wasn't someone that people knew, it was a foreigner. I think he was from either Lithuania or Latvia. Oh. Um, everyone was a suspect. Right. Everyone right. was a suspect. And I was yeah. an out-of-towner while I was there. Oh, so, I no. Mean, did they question oh, you? No, no, no. no, oh, no okay. Were they like, oh, did you know this guy? Um, I did not know this guy, mm-hmm. but it turned out that it was a guy from Lithuania or Latvia. I don't remember, but he was like muling. Can you use that as a verb? Oh, he, he was, was like a mule. He was a drug mule. Oh, and I think that some so he of was the, dealing with sketchy people. Well, they interviewed the guys who he was dealing with, and they didn't seem to be super sketchy people. They seemed, they were just like. There were two Icelandic guys they who just seem like, like didn't sketchy really... drug dealers. Is what you're saying? I don't know. They just seem to be, like, not the brightest guys. You know, like, they just really should not have... I don't know what they did. But I think what happened was, like, the drugs... Like, I guess one of the things burst inside his body. Oh. And he died. Oh. And then they were like, what are we going to do with his body now? I see. And someone had a brilliant idea to, like, dump it in the harbor. I guess they would think they would sink the body or something like that to pull it back up. But clearly they're not... They're not skilled enough. No cement shoes, huh? No, I mean it wasn't like it. It wasn't murder mm-hmm. in the yeah, end. I think I he he died because of he, because of the drugs right. that burst inside his body. Okay, and they were just basically trying to get rid of the body. So mm-hmm. it wasn't as quite as dramatic as as all that. Mm-hmm. But um, they uh, were. I mean, they did time. I think. Yeah. For 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 like trying to drop the body into the harbor. I mean, they did Icelandic time. Yeah. Mm, which is not hard time. It's not hard time. No, I think the maximum sentence here is sixteen years. Wow. Yeah. And that's just for, like, the worst of the worst so of the no worst. So no prison industrial complex in Iceland. I'm just going to make this very relevant right now. Have you been reading the, the, the headlines? The headlines? Yes. What do you, which headlines? This guy this guy just walked out of a prison in Iceland. Oh, I did he see He just that. left. And not only did he just leave, he left. Mm-hmm. And he bought his ticket <laughs> out of the country. What? On an airline with his credit card. What? And then used his passport to get out of the country. No one thought to shut that shit down or just put his name on a list somewhere. Yeah. And when this guy buys a ticket out of the country, the bells and whistles go off. Yeah. And you go arrest him and put him back in jail. Wow. Apparently his crime, it wasn't he wasn't a violent criminal. It was okay. something like, it was a Bitcoin conspiracy uh, or something like that. Okay. I don't know. So I, he I was like exactly. more of an asshole than just but like he's a murderer. right now. Oh, he, he's he, bumping around in Sweden. He, he got out of the country. He did. Yeah. Wow. And he what? He he didn't even try to like hide. So himself when did they or... like discover this shit? Because they weren't like, you know, calling the airports and being like, you know, hey, we got somebody missing. Hold shit you'd, down. You'd think they would, and they did not. I guess they didn't. Wow. Because dudes in Sweden, obviously. Right. So they haven't. They just know he's in Sweden, but they don't know. Right. 
Wow. This made, like, this story has made international headlines now. <laughs> because I Iceland is, like, the laughing stock of, like, the penal, penal justice system. Post is that what it's called? The penal justice system? The penal, penal the justice system? The criminal justice system? Oh. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah. penal system. <laughs> the penal system. I think the penile just systems. Yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> just, this is just the tip of the Icelandic very... penile system. <laughs> But it does give you a taste of like really what the how, how the system works here. Yeah, it's things, very cash. Things can be ca- casual is a nice way to put it. Yeah, mm, yeah. They do have a maximum security prison for violent criminals, mm-hmm. and he was not at that facility. Okay, clear, clearly not maximum security. But you can go drive past that facility if you go on the ring road. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you do. Sure, you do pass that. There's a cute little village. It's called Stock City. And I think that's where it is. It's either Stock City or Itabaki. They're right next to each other. Yeah, I never remember. But yeah. You can go down there. There's a great little lobster restaurant where you can get langoustine lobsters. It's I called Vifiora Bordes. I love how you always remember the little spots to get the good food. That's I right. never remember anything. It all is that's, a blur. It, that's the framework for all of my memories. What what did I put into my mouth? <laughs> what what did I eat? What was good? What was good? Mm. But that place is really nice. Okay. So if you got a chance, mm-hmm. go to I mean, it's not really convenient if you're going on the ring road, because especially if you go the way you're talking about, mm-hmm. you're getting there like way too early to like stop for dinner. Anyway, another little cute village that's up there is Porcafirder Estri. And they call it, that means Porcafirder East, mm-hmm. because there's another Porcafirder in the West. You know, Iceland loves to repeat the names. It does. You think they could just come up with a new name? But they didn't. This is a really, uh, it's, a, it's a really nice town. It's very, very small. Mm. But picturesque as fuck. Yeah. God, it's beautiful there. Mm-hmm. Huge hiking network right right next to it, adjacent to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, they do this cool music festival there at an old fish processing plant. Oh, cool. And they've had really big names come up, like Bone Sebastian was playing there. Mm-hmm. Emiliana Torini, who's an Icelandic musician, but mm-hmm. she's, she's, a, she's a good one. Yeah. She played there. And it was fun to go to the music festival because we all just, I mean, I'm not a big camper. You know that I'm not. But we all just, like, pitched our tents there. Yeah. And there we were. And we were there with friends and great time. Great, great time. We're going to bring you into the camping fold. We'll see about that. It's going to happen. You're going to follow us. You're going to get in your Subaru. You're going to follow Rosie. We'll work on it. All right. I mean, with your pooping husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not really like selling me on it. You know what I mean? Or just and, like your poop encounters. But you know, he that's going to be that's going to be the name of your memoir in Iceland. Encounters with poop. Poop encounters. Adventures with poop. The Lady Holt story. Hiking with poop. <laughs> I don't know something poop. Scatological travels. Um, yeah. But you're gonna get into you're gonna get into camping. So by this time you are pretty far east. Yeah, and then and, and, and northeast really. Yeah, you start cutting. You start cutting north. It's the exact opposite of the southwest. It is, which is the capital area where most people live. The one thing I remember about driving through this part of the country is that at some point we had to like s- slam on the brakes mm-hmm. because there was a fucking herd of reindeer. Oh really? Running over the road. Aww. I mean, just beautiful. Just beautiful stuff. I still haven't seen freaking reindeer here. Okay. But I think that up there in that part of the country is where you might see, like, you might have a pretty good chance at seeing them. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see that. But we did stop in Mivak. Mivak. And that's pretty far north then. Yeah. So we're jumping over a lot of the country right here. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there's not a lot there to see, but it's not something that I guess we know a lot about. No. There's a, the the biggest waterfall in Iceland is there. It's called Dettifos. Have you ever been there? Have I been there? 
It's possible. I think it's a little bit difficult to get to it from the road. Oh, so maybe we didn't stop there because we had to, you know, we had to make calls. Like, right. where are we going to stop and what are we going to, because some of the stuff you do have to go off road, off of the ring road to go to and go check to it, out. Yeah. And so if you want to make it to, like, I think we wanted to make it to Mivat before dark right. or darkish. It was summer, so it didn't really get dark. Right. So if we pulled off to, like, go do something else, we were going to get there really late. So talk, talk a little bit about Mivat because, I, I, I mean, I've been there before. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't remember that much about it. Well, it's a gorgeous lake. And it's called Mivat because there are a lot of flies. Me means fly in Icelandic. A lot of flies. It's not like fly flies. They're like little bitty flies, They're right? tiny flies, but they're still kind of irritating if you get into like a swarm of them. Right, You're like, right, what right. the hell is this shit? Not because they... Do they bite? They're they don't biting. bite. They're just annoying. They're like gnats. It's just like... Right. Eah. They're... So they're flies and ducks and duck shit in the <sighs> oh campsite. Okay. But it's still gorgeous. Just don't mind the duck shit. Yeah. Just, you know, you're camping. Right. So, you know, whatever. We have a picture of a gorgeous sunset over the lake. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Again, you know, turn around, slap your spouse. So gorgeous. <laughs> so um, gorgeous you want to hurt people. It's so gorgeous you want to hurt people because you're like, I can't, I don't know what to do with all of this beauty. <laughs> and it just comes out of your body and you smack somebody. Um, There's some like cool geological features up there, there too. There are. Right? I'm not exactly sure how this happened, uh-huh. but... They're called pseudo craters because okay. they aren't craters that are created by like volcanic eruptions. It's just something that was created like post eruption, like lava flowing into water, making these little cones, and then it like caves in in the middle. Okay. So there are lots of, and they're not huge. I mean, relatively speaking, they're not like volcanoes, but they're like lots of mounds mm. just like all over this area um, that have craters in the middle of them. And they're in the summer, it's like covered in grass. So it just looks really cool. Okay. I know that it's a it's a place people go up and hike for days and days and days. Yeah. So I'm guessing there are big hiking networks up there. I'm sure there are. We didn't do those, but I kind of it's a place I want to go back to, to kind of really because we kind of just passed through. Like we camped there for the night, and then on the way out we saw these amazing craters, and we didn't get to stop and check it out. So close to Mivak is also where that the it's like the Blue Lagoon of the North is. Yes. Oh, and we did stop there as well. The Earth Baths. Yeah. The, and the Yada uh, Yeah, and it's. Not like the Blue Lagoon. Like, it's not as, re- like, spa-y. They haven't built it up quite as much. No. I mean, the facilities are very nice. Um, it, and used they, to, it used to be just something you could walk into. Yeah. Now they do have, like, changing rooms and showers. And I think there's, like, a cafe there. Yeah, we did. We ate there. There's a cafe. Um, it's not as expensive as the Blue Lagoon, is it? No. No, 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 no. That's no. It's just like going to a swimming pool yeah. in Iceland. It's just like that. And um, Except you get into this, like, yeah, except the silica it's like, water. Right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, uh, the the water is that same kind of color, like blue-whitey color. Right. And um, it's not super, I mean, it is regulated. But, like, there'll be, like, patches of water that are, like, really hot that are just coming out. Or, you know, it's cooler in areas. Right. And they have an infinity-type pool-type situation. Yeah. So it's like you're, oh, just in the mountain, in the mountainous area with the, in the pool. Right. And there's no one else here. Except for those, you know, 50 other tourists over there, but shh, it's still beautiful. <laughs> it was nice. And it, it was not nearly as crowded as the Blue Lagoon was going to be. So when we did it, we parked across the side of the, uh, on the other side of the road and got changed. Mm-hmm. Like sort of between our car doors. Yeah. Poor man's changing room. <laughs> um, and we noticed something as we were leaving. Someone was like, huh, those look like carrot leaves. 
Why would there be carrot leaves? Well, sure enough, we went over there. No, there were all those no. wild carrots everywhere. How did they get and there? I don't mean like wild carrots, like hemlock. I mean like literally like wild edible carrots. Like you pulled up out of the ground. Uh-huh. And there was a little so, carrot there. Hello. How did the carrots get there? I have no idea. But it was all over the place there. This that is. I really want to know what happened. I mean, carrots are one of the crops that they can actually grow here without a without a yeah. greenhouse. A vegetable truck overturned. Some carrots. Escaped? I don't know. I don't know. I was so happy to find those, though. So <laughs> check it, check it out up there. You might you might treat yourself I to a nice still there or something, or if they got rid of them. I don't know why that would happen, but they don't want people stopping eating carrots and pooping. No, I guess not. <laughs> so also right around this area is Akureyri, which is um, the capital of the north. The city of the north. I like Akureyri because I associate it with being on a trip, <laughs> because that's what you know. I just, like, we pull into town, and it's like, okay, okay, we're in Akureyri, get your camera, let's go. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like, let's go document this. Um, they have a great swimming pool there. I mean, I just don't feel like we need to talk about a whole lot. Yeah. We're sort of talking about different things in this, yeah, it's in this a, trip. Yeah, it's too city-fied. It's too city-fied. So, uh, if you you can check out Akureyri, you can take a little, have a little pit stop. Might even go up to, uh, uh, well, why now can I think of it? Dalvik. Okay. That's another town that's just north of, yeah, I guess you could say north of Akureyri in the fjord there. In between Akureyri and uh, Dalvik. Dalvik is a town that Jonas is going to say the name of because I always mess it up. What is it? Oh, uh, Aurskorsantir. And there you can get a ferry. You can, I think, actually two ferries you can get. You can get a ferry to Hrise and a ferry to Grimsey. Right? Uh, and Krimshay. Yeah. These are both islands, by the way. They're both islands. One is an island in the middle of the fjord of Eyjafjörður. Mm-hmm. And the other is even further out. It's on the other side of the, of the what do you call it? The Arctic Ring? Nope. Yeah. What's it called? What do you call it? Arctic, Arctic Circle. Circle. Arctic Circle. Yeah, it's that far away. Like, it's a tiny island even mm-hmm. further off of Iceland. I think, is, I think it might be the northernmost point of Iceland, too. Yeah. I, I mean, there's people who go there just so they can say that they've been... North yeah. of the Arctic, Arctic Circle. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't been out there. I mean, yeah. But I have been to Frise because the in-laws, my father-in-law and his wife have a house there. That's where she's from. It's a cute little island, gorgeous little town. A lot of people have summer houses there. Yeah, I feel like that's where Icelanders go to vacation quite a lot. It's yeah. to this tiny Iceland. I mean, this tiny island. <laughs> this tiny Iceland. It is like a tiny Iceland. And they have a lot of birds that nest there, like in the summer. So if you're a birder, you can get your bird on. Get your bird on. And they have a pool, they have a little restaurant, they have a little shop, so you can just go decompress. And it's the kind of place where there's not a lot of cars, right? No, not a lot of cars. There used to not be any cars. Now that I think there may be like five. Okay. Yeah. Lots of summer houses. So the ring road from here, mm-hmm. uh, it sort of ducks in a little bit. Mm-hmm. You do cut out the West Fjords, which is absolutely stunning. It's a very remote part of the country. Yeah. And... Um, so if you want to say that you really got out there into Iceland, you can say, not only did I did the, do the Ring Road, I also did the West Fjords. And the fjords are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the other part that's cut out is Snifel's Nest, which, mm-hmm. as we said, is the is the uh, peninsula that's just north of Iceland. A lot not, to do not on north Snifel's of Iceland. Oh, north of, of uh, Reykjavik. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot to do on Snifel's Nest. Mm-hmm. Lots of little landscapes compacted into a very small area. And they a have, great place for like a couple day trips. And they have a little glacier out there, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah, they have a, it's a glacier on top of a volcano. So cool. But I feel like those two places, the West Fjords and Snafflesis, deserve their own yeah. podcast. Their own, their own episodes. Their own episodes. And perhaps even if you come to Iceland, your own, their own little separate trip. Yeah. That you're like, I'm going to go check this area out. So coming back to Reykjavik on the ring, on the ring road, there are two places that are sort of close to Reykjavik, north of, of Reykjavik, mm-hmm. that I think uh, deserve a good stop. And one of them is Borkenes. Mm-hmm. Which is I've never town. stopped in there, but it is a cute little, like it has beautiful landscape. It's a cute town. Cute, cute town. as fuck. And uh, you, you can just bump around Borkenes if you wanted to, to go look at some of the houses and stuff like that. But there is a nice place to stop there. Mm-hmm. They have a museum. It's a double museum, actually. One part of it is the Settlement Museum, mm-hmm. which sort of goes into detail about the settlement of Iceland. Mm-hmm. And the other part is um, a museum dedicated to Eil Saga. Oh, right. Which is one of the big Icelandic sagas. Yeah. And it happened in that part of the country. Eil. Mm-hmm. Is, is he the one that, uh, like, killed a kid when he was little? Yes. Yeah. Eil, he was a poet. He was a warrior. And he a child murderer. Child murderer and very ugly. As in murder at, when he was a child. Yes. He murdered someone, another child. So he's a child murderer in both senses. Yeah, yeah. And it was over a ball game, apparently. Right. It's like, dude. But everyone thought it was great. He had some rage. They were like, there you go. You're, nobody's going to take advantage of you, Ayo. Because <laughs> they'll be afraid of being killed. These museums are... I, I really like these museums. Um, they both have audio guides that go along with them. And they take mm-hmm. you from station to station. Each station is sort of like presented in a different way. Okay. And it's a little bit arts and craftsy, some of them. Yeah, and some of the just... arts and crafts are like... Wah, wah. But some of the arts and crafts are like, whoa, that's kind of cool what they did. Mm-hmm. Like some of the wooden sculptures are just pieces of wood that have been uh, like like screwed together. Yeah. From like wood clippings and trimmings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like leftover pieces, odds and ends. And then they've been like recut and painted and I don't know. They're so not... it's like collage, but like in, in wooden wood. sculpture form. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, it's got like its own sort of aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. Um. And the, just the, the way they present both the museums is, is kind of cool. And that's very Icelandic. Like the do-it-yourself. Like, D- this is what we I- got. Y. And this is what we're going to use to make this. Yeah. And it's going to be cool. Yeah. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Because whatever. Yeah. We didn't make it for you. Whatever. <laughs> you don't like it, go away. Um, the whole... The, both the museums are inside this older building. Mm-hmm. And I know that I come back to the food the way you come back to the poop. They have the best vegetarian buffet in the entire country. Can I just say, though, I think it's very fitting. Like, I feel like we, like, fit together well. Mm -hmm. Like, we work well together. And I think it's very fitting that you're all about the food and I'm all about the poop. Because you can't poop. Circle of life. If you don't eat. Another circle metaphor. You gotta poop. Exactly. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Everybody eats. That's right. So, delicious vegetarian buffet. Yin and yang. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really awesome vegetarian buffet. Mm-hmm. It's under two thousand kroner, or like right around two thousand kroner. Look at that. Which I mean, twenty dollars sounds like a lot maybe for a vegan buffet oh, or a vegetarian buffet. It's, it's not vegan by the way. It's just vegetarian. But they do have vegan options. This is Iceland, so come on. Yeah, that is a steal in it's Iceland. A deal. I'd say there's one other thing about this place that is really cool, and they have this uh, loft space. Okay. And they put on one-man shows up there. And you, you, you look up into this little attic space, and 
it's the chairs are lined. It's like a small space. Okay. And I've I've gone to see, I've gone to see two shows up there. One was called Mr. Scott Lucarimson, which which was like a one night show about Ail, Scott Lucarimson, mm-hmm. and then one was called Broke, which was about his foster mother. Oh wow! Or the woman who his sort of nanny who like brought him up. Okay. Both of them were such good shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big theater person, mm-hmm. but I just, but I think they sometimes do English versions of the shows. Okay. Or if they don't do an English version of those shows, they have an English version of some show. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a fun place to like see a little show like that. Yeah. And it, it seems like it's, it's like a great way to get your Icelandic culture. That's just like really just Iceland. Like it's not, <clears throat> it's not something they're putting on for tourists. You know what I'm saying? Well, the English versions, I think they probably are for now. Well, yeah, the Iceland, yes, but I'm saying like this, the museum, the that they have these shows that are just like it feels like it's just like Icelanders wanting to preserve a bit of their culture, a yeah. bit of their culture. Definitely, if this place is not a tourist trap by mm-hmm. any means. I mean, yeah. these are people who really are interested in this stuff and mm-hmm. want and want to do and want to do it, want to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the nice thing about Borgnes is that it's only an hour. If you take the tunnel, it's only an hour away from Reykjavik. Yeah, so you could conceivably go up for the day. Mm-hmm. Bump around, see the see see the show at night, or even like go up for lunch, see the show that night, and mm-hmm. go and, and head back home. Yeah, um, yeah, but Borgnes is where it's at. I'm really fond of that <laughs> village, that town. <laughs> so on your way back from Borgnes, you have a choice to make. You do, or or your way to Borgnes, you also have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. Do you take the tunnel, mm-hmm. or do you take the fjord? Red pl- pill, blue pill. Red pill, blue pill. Which one is it going to be? That's right. We take the whatever pill it is, it goes through the tunnel. <laughs> because it's way faster. It is. I mean, most people do because it saves you an hour. Mm-hmm. The tunnel goes underneath a fjord. It does. So it's quite deep. It goes quite deep. Your, your ears will pop. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be terrified that the walls are going to break <laughs> and the water's going to rush in. I've never felt that way. I, I constantly feel that way every time I go in. Mm-hmm. Also, folks, and I didn't find this out until recently, follow the posted sign limits because they f- they will photograph your oh, plate going in and going will. out. And they if they do. calculate your average speed is over the speed or something mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe there's a... There might also just be like a camera. There are also cameras there. inside. And maybe that's I what they do. Anyway, I just got a fine oh, from the really? tunnel. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do have cameras that photograph your license plate going in and out of the tunnel. Yeah. There are also cameras inside the tunnel. Okay. Yeah. It's a thousand kroner to go. But they're gonna remove the the um yeah. There's gonna be it's gonna be toll, toll free. It's gonna be toll free in like 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 September or something like that. September two thousand eighteen should be toll free. Woohoo! Woohoo! So you can take the tunnel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cuts an hour out of your trip. Um, or you can turn right. Mm-hmm. And if you're going north, that is. Yeah. You can go through Kalfjordet, which is a massive fjord. Yeah. It's stunning. It's really beautiful. There's lots of different places to stop. It's kind of cool, too, because you think you're at the bottom of the fjord, and you turn the corner, and you're like, whoa, it goes even there's deeper. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all these false bottoms to the fjord. Yeah. And there used to be a shop at the bottom oh, before yeah. the tunnel. Oh. And, like, Icelanders are like, you used to get to the bottom of the fjord, and, like, you couldn't help but, like, fucking stop at this little shop. It used yeah. to be, like, the wall drug. Yeah. Of coffee. You know, like, is it there? Is it there? Are we there? Are we there yet? And you stop <laughs> at the fjord, and you get, like, a bag of candy or something like that, and then you keep on going. And the store, the shop is no longer there. It was the, shop, the shop is no longer there. Ah. But when I've driven through there with Icelanders, they always want to like stop and like pay their respects. Yeah. The shop that used to be down at the bottom of it. Oh. And there's like a little, there's like a teardrop forming in their eye. Yeah. Yeah. Mims. Oh, the Mims. Yes. Yes. 
Um, there's also a couple stops. There's like a um, there's a couple waterfall or maybe just one waterfall that you can like stop and there's like an info graphic for it mm-hmm. or uh, like an informational sign about it. Lots of horses peppering the hills mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just really gorgeous landscapes. Mm-hmm. So if you're here. If you're here. And you want to take a day trip, a short day trip, mm-hmm. and you want to see some cool stuff, go up to Qualfield, drive the fjord, and then take the tunnel back. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a nice little, nice little trip. Great in the wintertime, because the roads are really well-maintained. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, there you go. You know what's kind of cool is that, like, pretty much as soon as you come up out of the tunnel, mm-hmm. if you look out, you can see Hogum's Right. If and it's little, a nice day. If it's yeah, a clear day. If it's a clear day, you can see where you're going. Yeah. And you just sort of get closer to it, and you just sort of get excited, like, oh, I'm coming back to town, I'm coming back to civilization, I'm going to be home soon, oh, it's so great. It's a it's a nice, dramatic way to, to come back to the And yeah. then you get ready to do it all over again, maybe the next summer. That's right. Or you mark on your on your trip where you want to come back to next time. Exactly. Like, the things oh, that you lost, the things not, you skip that time. Yeah, it's like, not going to get to stop here now, but next time. Let's do it next time. Totally doing it. Yeah. That's the benefit of, like, getting to do it over and over again, though. It is. Benefit of living here. Yeah. 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 So it's been great chatting with you about the Ring Road. Uh, likewise. I like that we have like uh, different experiences of it so we can complement each other. Complimentary is the word I was going to go for there. Too. Yeah, we're, we're very complimentary. Yin and yang. Other. Yin and yang. Eating That's and pooping. Us. Eating and pooping. Yin and yanging. Lydia and Jonas. The Raisin at the Hot Dogs End. Bless, bless y'all. Bless, bless y'all. Bless, bless y'all.